0: Hello. Welcome podcast episode 707. That's fun. Very nice number. Very yes. nice. We love you. 707.
1: Very rounded number for some reason. Which we love is not, a palindrome. It, it, yes. We love a palindrome. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Welcome to the show. How's,
1: how's Louise? I am uh, doing well. I'm, I'm, uh, Transitioning into springtime here and starting to make plans for uh the summer. I feel like I've made this terrible mistake, which I didn't think it I, I didn't think I was doing this, but now that I look at my calendar I have done this. Where people keep like starting, I don't know, a couple months ago, were like, Hey, are you here this weekend? For totally this? and I started saying yes to things. Yes. I have double booked myself for every weekend from now till August. <laughs> So now I'm going to have to send a lot of messages to people to rearrange plans and and change because like I'm, I'm committing myself to things where I'm already spoken for. I know. I just had this conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Booked solid. Yeah. Wow. Well, that means that there probably is going to be a lot of fun stuff. So many fun things. I mean, like, I, I feel like Eli has these like hopes of becoming a, 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 what did he call? It? What do you call it? Like a travel influencer? Oh. Like he's he's breast, uh, uh, dusting off the old drone and we're we're <laughs> f- mapping out our our camping trips. Yeah, you gotta
0: like you're gonna go around in like all
1: different places or what? Yeah, we're gonna go to Moab. That's the first stop. Deserty okay. bike riding. Hold on a minute.
0: Adam just came in here and was asking for his keys. And this was funny because I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know if it's because of the elderly problem or what, but <laughs> I have suddenly become someone who's lost everything. What? I have, you you almost know where things are. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so weird. I ha- I'm i so routinized and I never change yeah. my, my routine from day to day. So, I never usually lose things, but I have created a list of things that I have lost.
1: Are Well, now I feel like we're putting emphasis on losing things. So you're just kind of doing more of that because you're highlighting the fact that you're losing things. There's Maybe so... you should make a list of things that are found. <laughs> you
0: like to keep it positive. I do. I found two of the things on the list and one of them was my set of keys And one of them was a a hairbrush. It's a fancy one. It's a Mason Pearson one, though. Those
1: are good.
0: And I was so upset. And anyway, I found it. But I'm still looking for a ring, a belt, and my
1: tweezers. (laughs) (laughs) Tweezers do have tendency to disappear. Here's where you should check. Okay. The center console of your car. I have a a set there. Okay. Who doesn't? Right. Yeah. I have my my car (laughs) tweezers. Right but anyway that's an I'll age find that them. you actually hit car tweezer age well the light in the car is better way better yeah so i'm saying makeup in the car always better i mean not when i'm driving but
0: yes know. and so i have a set but anyway oh, i'll find is. everything but i just hate having something that i'm missing
1: are you it under drives a lot me of crazy stress? i must be you must be this must be one of those things where you know we've talked before about how like You don't notice that you're stressed until you're de-stressed and then you're like, oh my God, I I must have been so stressed out. Like when I went to Florida, I was like, this is what it feels like to not want to like murder somebody like, yeah, at any given time of the day. Uh, And so maybe it's like that where this is a sign because it helps to like recognize signs that you are under stress. And maybe when you start to lose things. Yeah, we gotta gotta get you to chill. I'll,
0: yeah, I will keep you posted on things found, and hopefully, do you need to go
1: camping? Do you need to go? Maybe that would stress you out. That would be worse. That yeah, thanks for the offer
0: thinking? though. Any hootles? Back to business. So say that
1: again. You're going to Moab? Oh yeah, I'm just you know do, doing outdoorsy stuff. Then I think we have we're. I I told you I I really want to do trips around here. Like go. There's some cool places that, like there's a place called, I want to say like Crystal Lakes or something like that, where you like hike to beautiful Alpine Lake. That yeah. Is totally secluded. And, I
0: don't think if you stay local though, that will help his dreams of becoming a travel influencer.
1: Colorado travel, traveling local. Oh, okay. Tra- like, you like could do that. An adven- like Rocky hiking Mountain. influencer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adventure influencer. I also yeah. told him it doesn't help that he's not taking any goddamn photos of me. <laughs> no, it does not. So I'm like, not. in order for you to do be an influencer, you have to actually stop and take some photos. Yeah, you have so, to have
0: evidence of your right, traveling. Of, yes,
1: of your excursions. He's yes, got a lot hear of that's important. work to do. Okay, yes. we'll see we'll how that turn turns
0: out. We'll them, you know, come on. Um, we got a lot of... Messages about your muffin wrapper habit.
1: Oh no! I realized that I'm crazy. This is no. What the last it's few... so many people that were like, "Yeah, me too." Oh, thank God! <laughs> thank God! Because I was really, I was like, I'm just learning that I'm like a weirdo. Maybe if what. you still ate them, right? No, I don't now. Yeah, this be
0: delicious. <laughs> for you want to?
1: I'm just hungry right now, and I could go for a muffin yeah. wrapper. <laughs>
0: Stop it. Right, like you wouldn't turn it down. If I so. wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just saying. Well, um, I did have like someone said, Suze, you really should have asked about how it affected her digestion.
1: Oh, like I'm they were sure disappointed it in me. Didn't help, <laughs> but we all are already. I'm pretty regular, so you know,
0: maybe it added some fiber.
1: Probably like paper is
0: fiber. You know,
1: little, little little cardboard never hurt anyone or whatever. Is it?
0: <laughs> Seriously though, people said that they did the same thing okay. and I think that a lot of them said that they were ADHD and so oh, I did want to follow no. up about that. Yeah, what would that when you go oh it sounds like neurodivergent blah blah blah. What do you mean by that? Why would that sound like that? I
1: I think there is something, I mean, a lot of this has to do with like serotonin and dopamine levels. And so if you're just looking to get like an extra hit of dopamine in a weird place. It makes sense. Like, I don't freaking know. <laughs> okay. So it's not like an impulse control thing. Maybe that too. I didn't even oh. think about that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. either. I just thought it was cause muffin wrappers were delicious. <laughs> right. Cause I think that you were
0: arguing like that. They are, they don't have a flavor, but they taste like muffin. Because they're yes. stuck to the muffin. Yes. And then I was like, "Did she? Did she eat them? Like, like? Did you go in from the side?
1: Oh, you know what I mean. I hate that you're asking this and <laughs> that I'm going to have to answer it. I crumpled it into a ball like um, like another muffin.
0: <laughs>
1: got to be kidding me! I, oh my god! Ah! And then I chewed it, and it became like a a, a texture of like dough. <sighs> I know. I, Listen, I never guys, expected I'm not that. proud of this. This isn't what I want to be talking about on here. It's, I have letters after my name. I do important <laughs> things. I think. I well, know. we know that it was not
0: unusual because other people yeah. said, "Yeah, me too." Okay. Well. Oh, I never thought that's what you were going to say. I, I, I never
1: thought I would share this or have to talk about this.
0: I didn't think that you took the muffin out of the wrapper. I no, thought, you it, thought was... it was
1: just like uh, I like I'm just insatiable. Like I can't. Ah, uh, I got a eat cookie it all. monster. No, it was more deliberate than that. I mean, <laughs> in fact, like if it went the uh, if. I, I don't like it when it's like if I eat a burrito like somebody wraps a burrito God forbid they use tinfoil and I bite in the t- but uh, I but I have to I don't even that's think I can terrible. eat the rest of the burrito like yeah. my texture thing it's like uh, metal on my teeth I'll I'll freak out yeah that's a terrible thought
0: okay all so, right
1: well let's move on I'm glad people were on my side there was something. Mm-hmm recently that i was shocked about oh just like a little thing you remember how we asked uh what are you here for the brain st- brainy stuff or the candy oh, yeah freaking forty-nine fifty-one percent
0: <gasps> down the
1: middle uh, it's a perfect show we I have mean, both that's of those true.
0: <laughs> yeah i was thinking that's bad but that's great no
1: it's good okay because well, well, even those people sure. are probably like oh, i like both but which one do i want more no worries. We got both. So,
0: right. I think I love a good he, poll results my that's shocking. sense is that they do enjoy learning but they really want it to be pretty funny.
1: Well, yeah, learning without that the process is dumb. Yeah. Just kidding. It's boring. not it's fun. boring. <laughs> right, no.
0: right. Okay, well that's good to know.
1: <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this.
0: You know how last episode I liked when you go, this is just something I wrote down. Those are my favorites because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was driving. I like, I was like, maybe I'll just, I'll just talk about this thing that I just wrote yeah. down. This is because that's pretty much
0: the best part about having a podcast is yeah. that you can like, just oh, say, Oh, I got to talk
1: about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Somebody besides myself. So I was thinking a while back, we discussed the most recent Bill Burr comedy special in which he did a bit about how or you know what to be honest it may have been on a talk show but regardless we were talking about how he was condemning women who complained that you know the wnba you know men don't watch the wnba and he Mm -hmm. was saying well you're not watching the wnba women aren't supporting this franchise and so you all are the problem Okay. And at the time I thought, well, that's a very good point because we can't really complain that men aren't supporting it when a lot of women aren't really into it either. But then it occurred to me how, you know, late night is almost entirely made up of white men. Yeah. Jimmy sure. Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, uh, used to be Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Um, who else is on there now? Oh Stephen J- Colbert.
1: Yeah. That other James Corden. Corden. Yes.
0: Right. And I was thinking about how when you think of a show that's hosted by women, whether it was like Ellen or Back in the Day Rosie, um, even like Chelsea Handler, Kathy Griffin, those type of ladies, women really support those gals. When you look in the audience of those shows, it is women. Totally. When you look in the audience of The Tonight Show or Steve and Colbert or any of them, it is a mix. It is yeah. men and women. So the people that are not supporting women as hosts mm-hmm. are men. Yes. Agreed. And I'm, so I'm just saying, Hey, Bill, Bill, why are, yeah. what's the problem there? Cause that doesn't even have anything to do with athleticism or right. stamina. I think the same or strength. thing
1: about television shows that men label as this isn't for me. Yes, I that became almost like my litmus test when I went on dates to ask about like, what do you think about Big Little Lies? And if they were like, oh, <laughs> that's like not lies. for me, like because it's a women's show. I'm like, no, yeah. you're a dummy. You don't even know good television when you see it. And one of the things that I will give Eli props for is that he regularly watches TV shows and loves like he he woke up one morning. It was like great news new season of t- fabulous Mrs. Maisel or whatever is out. He's like, <laughs> it's a nice. great day. I knew we got a new season. I'm like, you watch the show. He's like, never missed an episode. Never made okay. it's the best. That might so. be
0: because he's Jewish. Well, I think. Like, because then they appreciate just literacy. though. He loved that. Oh, okay. But I mean, the fact that not, not that Mrs. Maisel's a Jewish show, although it is, right, um, but just that they, Jewish people have more appreciation for just like, really smart writing yeah. and comedy yeah. and they don't give a shit. So I love that about them. I'm saying like, kudos. I need more yeah. of that.
1: Yeah. But he um, also loves like, yeah, exactly. Like he doesn't, he's, uh, he, if it's smart and funny, he yeah. he's liking it. Yes. Yeah. Comedy TV shows, athletes. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I'm just sick of this because it bothers me the late night thing. Yeah. Cause I know that if, and when, They do pick a woman uh, after the 30-year drought since Joan Rivers. Right. um, That it probably will fail. And that the
1: reason will be- And then they're going to get blamed for it.
0: Right. And then it won't happen for another 30 years. Right. And I feel like that's the reason.
1: And you know, what we're going to see is what you say is like they're going to do multiple hosts. If like I'm thinking about The Daily Show and I bet it's going to be like that.
0: You know, and like- on The Bachelor, when they had a female oh, host, they yep. had to have two of them. Yep. Right? Yep. And one man is equal to two women. That whole thing. Oh, goodness. I hate it so much. Yeah. So anyway, I'm mad about that. But I just wanted to point that out because the WNBA is not the best example because I mm-hmm. don't watch any and sports.
1: I, and still, I I go back to what I said I don't know what we were talking about, but it was like we realized when talking about the WNBA is that they're making the default male and calling it the Women's National Basketball Association instead of the MNBA, Men's National. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad you pointed that out to me because we get used to these things and think they're normal. Yeah.
1: Right. And what that implies is that they're the default and we're the other. That's what hate what it. Boo hiss. Boo, boo hiss. <laughs> I'll tell That's you what funny. I do love
0: though. And that is Dipsy stories because I mean, well, that, something we all we love go. is so, so. You need to
1: use that to relax.
0: <laughs> that is so true.
1: Yeah. Yes. And I think, I think you're really missing. Maybe you're not. Maybe I'm telling you what to do and you already do this. I don't know your life, but you're a bath taker. I know this about you. Yes. Big bath gal. Throw on those Wow, I never headphones. even thought of that. I know you didn't. What if they fall in the bathtub, those No, headphones? you're fine. They're, I already t- tested it out. They'll stay in. You're good.
0: <laughs> She's like, I did some quality did control. Some, did
1: some <laughs> research. Some good
0: for you. Field work. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is a great place to relax, relax unwind,
1: and a make bath. your body feel real good. Yes. And let yourself just listen yeah. to the soothing sounds of Dipsy.
0: Yeah. Dipsy, take me away. That can be like the new Calgon. Um, because Dipsy stories are sexy stories or immersive soundscapes or soothing stories that whether it's to get you in the mood for some action or to put you to sleep or just to make you happy, Mm -hmm. that's what these stories are all about. And they suggest stories that they know that you're going to love based on their little, um, questionnaire Mm
1: -hmm. and,
0: it's perfect for women because it's made by women. Yes. And for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. Give it a
1: try for 30 yeah, days. This is like, you know, sometimes a lot of the the, the world of self-pleasure yeah. can be really intimidating. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff I don't want to Google and see the results. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to search through that. That's
0: so true.
1: Right? This is yeah. approachable. It feels good and safe and consensual and, and fun. fun. And I, I just really recommend it for people who are looking to feel good, relax, or get their motor running.
0: Yeah, and you can get that thirty day free trial when you go to DipsyStories dot com slash Brain Candy. That's thirty days of full access for free when you go to Dipsy D I P S E A Stories dot com slash Brain Candy. dot com slash Brain Candy. They have like celebrity voices too. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Moving on from my rant, I've been ranting a lot. Just accept it. I love, Ooh. A, I
1: love a Susie rant.
0: I mean. Why am I so mad all the time, though? No,
1: nah, I think you're more like pointing out things,
0: yeah, I'm pointing it and out and when we
1: point out things, we're going to be like what the heck what's what's happening? Fire it up, We could call it like the Jerry Seinfeld effect.
0: <laughs> ha, what's the deal yeah,
1: exactly. with Bill Burr right okay,,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I highly recommend the Boston bombing oh documentary did you watch
1: it no because i'm just about to run in a marathon okay do i really want to do do that pre i hear what you're saying you know i don't need the extra adrenaline or do or would i like yeah maybe it would you know i just feel like if i'm about to go camping i'm not or like go climb everest i'm not going to watch that documentary yeah i can see that okay fair enough um but, but I want to hear all about it, and I hear it's fantastic, and it that it so really good. did a lot to change security of events too.
0: Yeah, it was. Even though it wasn't that long ago, um, what year was it? So this would be the ten year anniversary. So I guess oh. two thousand thirteen. Wow. Okay. Um, i I don't remember seeing video footage from it. I only recall stills, mm. yeah. and so that was really jarring to see. And um, something I hadn't thought about was, you know, for pretty much the entire course of history, the problem with a lot of crimes was a lack of footage or evidence. Yeah. You know, like witness Mm -hmm. testimony. Mm -hmm. And the problem in the early time of this investigation was how much footage there was. Oh wow. So much video and um photographic evidence that they mm. had to comb through in order to find the needle in the haystack of Jeez. who was responsible for this. Mm-hmm. And that is such an interesting problem because usually it's like Jack the Ripper. That right. guy would be caught now because Oh for sure. You know? And yeah. even like John Bonet like nest cameras and you oh, know Oh my
1: god. It, yeah.
0: That type of thing is yeah. probably would have would be more likely to catch someone like that. Jeez! And so it was really interesting to watch all that footage that they have to, had to go through and to see how they were so methodical about it and how like there would be a a, a section of footage where like the first bomb would win off, everyone looks in that direction except one person. And it's the guy setting the second bomb. Oh, of course. Because he's not shocked.
1: Oh my God, that gives me chills. Yeah. And to watch that is very creepy. It was so sad
0: though to know that the people right around him are likely to die, including the young boy that died that Mm -hmm. day and it's so moving because these are people
1: that are jubilant they're who've dedicated you know, their life to movement in a way and like and they're out they're, there on like a special
0: family day and
1: right and
0: boston is a special city in that regard it reminds me of pittsburgh in certain ways because they have that sort of like chip on their shoulder and like sense of community and yeah. And it was very It's like, moving. we'll fuck with
1: anyone, but don't anyone fuck with us. And if you fuck with one of us, I'm going to fuck with you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the other thing that was shocking was I really did not remember
1: that, you know how they were brothers, the two bombers? I don't know. I don't know a lot about this.
0: Okay. What were yeah. you doing at that time? You just
1: like were- in- I must have been in like full challenge Oh mode. yeah. You and- were in, yeah. 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 In the bubble. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I knew that one of the brothers died before he was captured, and then the other one was mm-hmm. in prison. And what I didn't know was that when they caught the first brother, like they tackled him after this manhunt and a carjacking and like all this crazy stuff afterwards, that they tackled the guy, they had him, and then they start seeing this vehicle speeding towards them and it was the other brother and they had to jump out of the way. They felt the, the, the wind of the car yeah. and he ran over his brother killing him. And that's how he died. I had no idea.
1: Oh, Jesus. It's
0: crazy. It is. It was absolute chaos. And I thought the documentary was honest about the mistakes that the investigators Mm. and the police made. But they were also like, hey, you know, we were just doing the best we could. And I think yeah. they were.
1: Is this a situation like, um, you know, the Oklahoma City bombing where there was a real obvious, um, like, oh, yeah, point, yeah. And like, there was like a... Yeah, they were religious zealots. The
0: they oh, were God. Islamic extremists. Oh. And the one brother like, uh, Uh radicalize the other little brother. Um, and that is hard to accept that that can happen, especially because like the people that knew that little brother were like, he was like a hoot. He reminded me in the footage they showed of his life beforehand. He reminded me of like Kenny type, like real funny, charismatic, charming guy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And he looked up to his brother and his brother convinced him of this worldview that was just so violent and disturbing. So anyway, it was really great. It was so moving. I cried several times because you just can't believe it. It's so sad. Yeah. It's also disturbing how easily this could happen.
1: That is what is pretty scary too. And
0: I'm thankful it doesn't happen more frequently. Yeah. Because I don't know. It's just like, whoa, I'm thankful there aren't more people like this
1: Mm -hmm. in the world. Yeah, let's make things as difficult as we can for people to get access to things that can do this.
0: Well, that's the thing, Sarah. I mean, it's like nails and pressure cookers. This is like go to your hardware store type stuff.
1: Oh, my God. That's so scary. It's so disturbing. Oh, okay.
0: I'm sorry I'm a downer today. What's going on?
1: This is like where, you know, we go back and forth on like the. Uh, uh, like facial recognition software like everything ethically says it's so wrong and we should definitely not be doing this and like it's bad and people who are often innocent are identified and wrongfully accused of things and we don't even want to make one mistake on that for obvious reasons and then like Now I'm like, yes, search everybody's history. If they're looking for how to make a bomb, (laughs) fucking
0: watch that person. I will get, you know, props to, there is a guy in this movie or, you know, in the documentary, he was just in his car and it got carjacked. And Mm -hmm. then they stopped for gas and he made the choice to run. And it was a real brave choice because I don't think I would have been able to do that. And he was this really sweet Asian immigrant who, I mean, my God, he had just gotten his car, right? Mm -hmm. And he was so proud of it. And you know, like when you get your first car and you like read the manual and you're like so into it and thank God he did because he memorized the GPS number of his car. And so when he called the cops, stop, he gave them the GPS number and they could track it. And that's how they caught them.
1: That's that gives me chills that's like a little miracle that that of all people who who would do that yeah right who no that's not a typical thing that is like a little ooh. yeah real i mean that guy was a hero for sure and that's like where this little quirk that you don't expect to be the thing that saves a day of like memorizing numbers is the exact thing that they needed to stop that oh
0: yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good point. That's so, I like that. I love that. Okay, we'll focus on that. Yeah, but then we'll take it back down to okay. the garbage because <laughs> then I watched the Waco documentary on Netflix. Oh, I want to see
1: this one because oh my gosh, man, I'm
0: live. Do you? I mean, you
1: were so young. You were like three. Well, what? I did see the made for TV. It, oh, it was like a docu-series, like, like a dramatization oh. that was very good that came out a few years ago. And now there's a new one, a new season that just came out where it talks about the aftermath of Waco and, and they include Oklahoma City bombing and how, how yeah, it's, right. gonna, it's really good. It talks a little bit about like the mindset of the people who commit these acts, these very violent crimes.
0: Um, even at the time I remember, cause I was only what, 13 when mm-hmm. Waco happened, but, um, even at that time, I remember thinking that they really bungled it mm-hmm. like that they messed up so bad, like the government, you know, yeah. they don't, yeah. they, they, cause David Koresh went to town all, all the time. Like they could have
1: apprehended him. When they had people on the inside too, like they sent like a guy in there, and then he got converted. No, yeah, there was like a guy who was the document, like going in to document it, and then he ends up. I did not know that. That was yeah. At least that's in the dramatization of it. Oh my gosh! I wonder if that's true. Yeah, I think it is.
0: Well, I was thinking about how with the Boston. Bombing and Waco, mm-hmm. these are, you know, religious zealots, both yes. in both cases. And I was just thinking about the, the way, like, cause after they caught Johar, the the second brother, he was not contrite. He was not sorry. That mm-hmm. was part of the problem. He went in the courtroom all smug and he, he still was like, he feels he did the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. He feels justified. And then with Waco, I mean, some of the people that escaped are still Branch Davidians.
1: Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, it's got to be the, like the, you talked about this. Sunken
0: cost fallacy. Yes. Yeah. The sunken
1: cost fallacy. That what it would mean, what else would have to be. Yes.
0: Yeah. So that part of the human brain is really fascinating to me about- The When we watch this stuff, we think about, oh, who would do this? This is awful. A lot of people, a yeah. lot of people believe so fervently that they would never change their mind. They would die for things. Mm-hmm. And they, they get their wires crossed mm-hmm. and think that violence is virtuous sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's so unsettling. Uh-huh. Maybe it's especially unsettling because it isn't all that unusual,
1: Right, And it's like people with, with nothing left to lose. Like they, they feel like somehow this is better than the alternative. That is wires crossed and
0: okay. false so beliefs. When you mentioned the Oklahoma city bombing, the reason the connection of course, is that, um, what the heck's his name? Timothy McVeigh. T-
1: okay. I was going to say yeah. Tim but that's not it.
0: No, Timothy McVeigh, um, was furious about the government's, uh, action at Waco. And then Oklahoma city was allegedly, uh, you know, his response to that to pay back for Waco. He was it at Waco selling bumper stickers outside. He had, he was like selling merch outside of the compound, which is Oh, I did not know.
1: I did not know that.
0: Like, what is he selling merch for? That's the part I don't get. Like, if it's so serious, why are you being like, here, grab a little
1: bumper sticker for your car? I feel the same way about people who are like the flat earthers who are like selling merch for that. And they, it's the same. So, (laughs) <laughs> there's like a whole flat earther merch community. I'm sure there is. <laughs> That's so great. I I'm mean, sure there's a, bu- the, the, I'm sure.
0: How about how there's that one lady on the view that was a flat earther, Sherry Shepard? No. Like on the views, um, whoopie, I think, or joy was what like, so what, like, do you think the earth wrong? is flat? And she was like, I've never really thought about it. You've never
1: thought about it. You've never thought.
0: She's when like, you I don't where, know. Were, were you
1: asleep in third grade when we were studying all the planets? I can't. Like, I mean, if I were an astronaut, I would be so offended. It's like, so rude. I mean, I would be like, "You motherfucker!" I, I. Do you know what I? I stared back. I look. I saw it. Right, the pale blue dot. I saw yeah. it. Went all the way around it. Yeah. Not flat. Didn't have to like. Oh my! I can't. The refle- like the moon. I, I mean, well, you uh, have to.
0: You have to want to believe it, and you yeah. have to decide you're going to believe it regardless of any I'm, evidence.
1: <laughs> I I can't. With
0: all but that I love bullshit. that. There's like merch. But okay, fine. So you want to sell merch, but then how do you go from selling tchotchkes to killing kids, which is what Timothy McVeigh did?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to watch that documentary that, that, or docu, what did you call it? Dramatized. Well,
0: cause you said the docu series was a
1: dramatization. Yes. It wasn't yes. a docu. Yes, it was a dramatization. Yes. It was, so there's like an actor playing David. Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. And now they have this next season that just started like two nights ago. What the heck's it called? It's called Waco Aftermath. Waco the Aftermath or something like that. If you haven't seen the actual series, you should watch it. It's very good. It's absurd. Like,
0: it's insane. Yeah. What went on there. It's very fascinating. I do recommend it, though. It was really good. Okay. Mm. I'm sorry it's all dark and doom and gloom, but that's life, man. Yeah. What do you want from me? What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Oh, we have to talk about, (laughs) we have got to talk about that crazy lady that went down in the cave. For 500 what? days.
1: this I lady, don't even know about this. How do I not? What? Have I been in a cave? <laughs> how, how do I not know about this? Okay. There's Fill this lady
0: in. who she, I think she calls her, she's like a rock climber and that kind of gal, like an extreme sport enthusiast. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so you're like, say no more. Say no more. And say she much. decided she wanted to go underground for
1: 500 days. Why? Uh <laughs> Why, why do you get these stupid numbers in your head that what, why,
0: why? See, and I, like I said, it's always white people. Black people are like, I have enough problems. Yeah, I don't like, need to no. create
1: problems. I'm not going to go in there for 500 damn days. But why?
0: <laughs> she, she just wanted to see what
1: happened and I feel like it's rude. <laughs> you know why? Cause like somebody's got to be sitting there counting down those days waiting for your ass. I know you're like you're you're asking people to like hang on I'll be right back 500 in 500 days and then you're like sitting around waiting for them I'm annoyed <laughs> right I right. am it's an very... adventurer uh, a, a uh a uh, aspirational uh adventure influencer <laughs> right like and she... I still don't understand this shit she
0: just wanted to see what happened. So she alerted the media and created this whole scheme and scheme. She, well, I mean, I, I kind of, it's kind of a scheme because like, what are you doing it for? It wasn't some sort of rigor. Like they said, Oh, maybe we'll get some data to see like about circadian rhythms and stuff, no, but it's really stupid. not important work or anything. No. It's self-indulgent is what totally. I think. Totally. But anyway, she decided to do it. And so they had this whole setup where they needed to get her the food. So they had some sort of system where they
1: <laughs> gave her She's food. She's like, I want to go live in a hole, drop food. See, I told you it would be inconveniencing somebody. Yes. This is a selfish thing. Somebody's inconvenienced mm-hmm. by her decision to do this. Yeah, they Fuck had to you. go grocery shopping for this Jeez, crazy, crazy. <laughs> I can't.
0: So they, they sent the food down there. And then she... Every, swear to God, five poos would send no. her excrement back up.
1: Okay. <laughs> right. You're already in a hole. When you take oh, shit, yeah. usually you just well, dig a hole. can you imagine
0: 500 days of poo down
1: there with you? Well, I'm sorry, but safe. you you signed up to be in a yeah. hole. You don't get like <laughs> luxury services. If you wanted your shit taken care of, you stay at a hotel. Literally. Or use indoor plumbing. We have solutions for this. Yeah. we. I'm annoyed. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So and, she was- and that should be a, like if you're so I, I've said this, like if I ever had kids, I would make the rule that if you bring, you know, I said this to Lincoln, when we went skiing. I said, yes, you did. You bring it. You got to schlep it. If you want it, you got to carry it. Mm-hmm. You want that jacket. Do you want to what you're freezing? You want to wear You got to carry your jacket that these are the rules. I didn't write them. I literally I wrote them <laughs> um, <laughs> And I feel like this is that Like it, leave no trace Like you can't be like Putting it on somebody else to pick up your shit Yeah, You, you want to go bed. stay And you want to do your little live in a hole For 500 days then you got to do all the things That come with it
0: mm-hmm. Well she didn't And Cheater. she had a panic I'm button sure down there
1: But she never never touched it Well yeah you don't have to when somebody's doing all the other things That make you want to panic
0: <laughs> Right I would love to go down in a hole and have someone else grocery shop said, for it's me. It's a
1: vacation. That's like a break. It's a
0: long and, rest. And she made it very clear to her family: if you, even if somebody dies, don't come get me. That's what she said. Under She's no circumstances. This
1: is selfish.
0: Yeah. It's come so get. Rude. Don't
1: come get me if anybody dies. But come get my shit every five days. <laughs>
0: Right. I can't stand a mess. Okay. So then here's the part that I got real mad about. It was that they kind of like added this like tiny little parenthetical thing where it was like, uh, it was 500 days. It was crazy. Except for the eight days she had to come out for technical
1: problems and live in a tent. Nope. Well, the live stream wasn't working. This is I hate the <laughs>
0: live stream. And she did make videos, she,
1: but that she was came only out, she took a shower. She did. I'm sure.
0: I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure. She she made these videos, but she said otherwise. She did no audible talking. It was all in the
1: old noggin only. <laughs> I well. The audience in there isn't giving her very accurate feedback. Of uh, I love how you hate her with all. Your I do. Heart. I just think this is annoying. I feel like there's so many other things. Like, and what do you want an award for doing something like this? Isn't? Yeah. This is not. This is news to no one. Ugh, I wish. You know, I, I've I've seen too many seasons of Alone to like clap at this.
0: <laughs> I did think it was interesting that she claims, at least that. After two months, she lost track of time. I believe and, that. Yeah. And she thought she was only on day like 160 when they came down to get her. She was like, wait, what?
1: Well, that kind of is nice that it works in that direction rather than the other way. Good point. You know, that kind of tells you like, if you're going to be strandsome somewhere, don't worry. It won't feel as long as, as.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if every day is the same, your brain just thinks like, oh, this is a repeat. It's oh, like it doesn't count. It that's kind of terrifying. Though. It's like, yeah, yeah. the the so worst days were. Novelty. She had an. She started having auditory hallucinations, which doesn't surprise me. And there was some sort of fly invasion at one point, and they were all over her. That would be oh, terrible. Gross.
1: Gross. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna pass on this book that she writes about <laughs> her experience. Yeah, right.
0: Whole- we don't want to hear about it, lady. I'm fine. Can it. Yeah. Um okay. What was she eating? Well they just sent down some nice stuff, I think. I swear. There was avocados and eggs. That's all they mentioned. Stop it.
1: She's uh-huh. eating avocado toast
0: down there. <laughs> Not late. Yeah. I wonder what her family's like. They're really glad she was gone. They were like, You should do this.
1: Yeah, and I'm even more annoyed if she's like like one of those like She's got kids or something, and she's like, no, I have to go down there. That's yeah, important. Th- yeah, for what? Yeah. It's like, I, yeah, I don't, I'd be annoyed at that. I'm sure she's a nice lady. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> Self-indulgent. I think so. Mm-hmm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay.
0: Um. All right. Well, I just briefly want to say, I don't want to do any spoilers or anything, but oh, this what, what? April's... Um, imp- uh, documentary: The Imposter, Susie. It's Holy insane, bro. I mean, the the premise of the film, and these aren't spoilers, is that right. this kid went. That's not funny. The the kid went was kidnapped at thirteen, and then a few years later, some bozo from Europe pretended to be the kid. Yes, and then was quote unquote reunited with the family. Yes. Except he wasn't the kid and was welcomed with open arms, despite mm-hmm. the fact that he had the different hair color, eye color, and had a European accent. Right. Okay. So you should watch it.
1: And oh my God. There's so much to talk about.
0: Yeah. I look forward to the meeting. And our documentary club is great if you want to join, because we talk about one film a month, but there's always so much to talk about because and we
1: always share like other documentaries <laughs> we've watched and seen and, and we always overshare about our private lives always because it's a little, you know, a little group. We love each a other little community.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But that film was wild. Um,
1: so I wanted to recommend that. I group. wonder how, it, like, I, I feel like the, the thing that everybody should have been suspicious about, right off the bat is what are what's the frequency at which somebody who's kidnapped or goes missing actually gets re- found and reunited
0: yeah I, that's why the elizabeth smart thing was so extraordinary cuz that yeah. was miraculous that she wasn't killed right and she escaped yeah yeah she um well they were approached by authorities Oh. And, you know, they asked her eventually. They put two and two together. Oh my God. And realized that she was the one they were looking for. But they had been several years, and usually you would have had. And do you remember that woman that was in the backyard of that kidnapper's house for years? Yeah. Yeah. And had a baby with her? Yeah. Um, Whatever. Those are so rare. Right. It's usually a very race against the clock, like mm-hmm. 48 hours type of thing.
1: hmm
0: Oh. Because, you know. Yeah. Usually they don't want to be kept. But I can, well, when I first started the movie, I thought, well, I can understand hope, that kind of hope. Yeah. Of, of wanting yeah. to believe my child would be found. and Yeah whatever and how like the that, brain
1: will trick you into believing things
0: see this is again what Just i felt about peace. boston bombing yeah. and waco not for peace but for the way that your brain can create
1: right they can it, it can convince justify you any behavior, like anything it if needs to if you want to believe it yeah to feel safe if it provides some sense of safety or security or comfort
0: yeah it freaks me out
1: yeah in a and way it's it's very protective our brain is doing a good job of kind of protecting our, us from the realities of what could be some very terrible situations it's kind of like i i think i think it is a a uh like byproduct or unintended consequence, whatever you want to call it of like how the brain will look at any situation it's been through and say, yep, I do it again. Like, even if it isn't, you know, they ask like Nelson Mandela, like, do you wish that you were never like, yeah. Held against your, like wrongfully imprisoned. And he says, no, like, this is what I wouldn't be where I am. You know, when you ask, you've asked me that, like do you wish none of the things happened to you when you're like, well, I wouldn't be able to help the people that I do or in the position that I am. Like our brain will rationalize and make sense of some of the worst things that have happened to us to feel okay and to make it all worth, worth it that we did went through all that. If you
0: had somebody whether it was a friend or a client or whatever, like in your, in your orbit Mm -hmm. that you had to try to convince of that their opinion was false. Yeah. Whether, you know, flat earth or cults or something like that Mm -hmm. is fundamental to them. Yeah. But you know, a hundred percent like they've got it wrong. Mm
1: -hmm. What would your strategy be? First looking at how that belief has served you and protected you. And so
0: you would sort of yeah. remove the scaffolding from that idea as being important. Mm-hmm. And say so you can like, still have that certain, like that stability without mm-hmm. that belief.
1: Mm-hmm. And even understanding why you might believe something like that or why you would need to believe something like that. What purpose does believing that, what function does believing that serve like the, uh, I talked to my brother, who can be ten, tend to be conspiracy theorist minded, about what he got from some of the conversations that he had with other people who maybe shared some of ide- some of the ideas that he does. And it's the sense of community and belonging, and connection, and wanting to engage in those kind of conversations and having a shared interest. And so, when you can help people identify like why they they would like what else they're getting from it Mm -hmm. that they can kind of see more just increases the awareness of why it feels so like real and important.
0: I have friends who align with me politically who've questioned why I remain close with people who don't agree and maybe have beliefs that they find repugnant. And I always try to emphasize that the things that have made me change my mind in mm-hmm. my life were not condemnation right. or judgment or condescension. It was always like just subtle nudges that were like, almost like questions. Yeah. You know, like, well, what about this? And, and usually you don't, as if you sow that seed, you don't usually get to reap it. Like the seed could be sowed at one time. I see. I
1: see. And you don't know that you're, yeah, that somebody else a long time ago did that. And then it's not years later until you finally kind of connect all the dots and make the change.
0: I even think about on my Road Rules Australia um, cast, we had two people on the cast that were not white.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Piggy was biracial mm-hmm. but and British, so it was like different. <laughs> like it was sort of a different thing than like an African-American. Right, right. Yeah. And then we had Kefla, who was from yeah. Montgomery, Alabama mm-hmm. and had a more typical southern american experience as a black man yeah and he felt totally isolated and and in australia there aren't a lot of black people Mm -hmm. and he would talk about it like when he would see another black person on the street he they would like nod to each other there was like this signal like i see you hello we're the same and i was completely baffled by all of this and anything he talked about with race i was sort of like off put by and was sort of like what is your deal and he was he would sleep a lot like cuz he wanted to get away like he didn't yeah. enjoy it like i did yeah and i was kind of like annoyed by it a lot and only like 15 years later yeah did i really start to get what that must have felt like for him and even then it was just like through learning, not through experience. And so I, I imagine that was very lonely for him and he probably thought he was getting nowhere with any of us.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: In terms of us understanding
1: it was like, okay,
0: can you shut up about that and just have fun with us? I don't know. I'm just babbling, but you get the idea. Like I do like oftentimes when you do the work of trying to persuade someone,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you don't get the joy of like that light bulb going off and like, thank you for teaching me. Absolutely because also
1: <laughs> there people have to be in like they have to be open to learning. Like they could be collecting the information and, and learning through their own experiences and how you're kinda like showing them uh a, I don't know, a different
0: Most people are not open to
1: it. Nope.
0: Like that door's gonna shut more times than not.
1: Yep. I will say that's what I, that's what I always say about my brother who like, even though he can get some, you know, kooky ideas and conspiracy theorist ideas, I, he is so open-minded and it doesn't take much for him to like change and, and look at the information and go, Oh, I didn't know that before. Okay. Now I do. I'm willing to change my idea on this. And that is like all you can ask for.
0: That is all you can ask for. And maybe, maybe it's the case that most people who are um attracted to conspiracy mm-hmm. theories have that trait. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what, why they're attracted to them in the first place. It's right. Like an alternative viewpoint. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's a way in. It is. We've really come from a dark place into real
1: optimism here. Totally. Like we're like thinking we could change <laughs> conspiracy theorists' minds right? and like so change flat earthers over here, you know? <laughs>
0: We're in like a cult right now of like delusion, believing we can have any effect on anyone.
1: I like to think we're right. Me too. What did you think of this episode? Like, do we? Well, I mean, I think that, like you said, we took a little bit of a roller coaster. Like, (laughs) I do have a list of of documentaries. Like, this is like Susie's documentary roundup for cults and natural yeah, disaster and like disasters, religious but, zealotry but, yeah. and
0: groupthink syndrome. Yes.
1: There you go. Group <laughs> think. But I think it's important. And I think it's like, um, a lot of those things came out or not came out, but happened at times where I was just too young to really understand what was going on. And mm-hmm. I want to know.
0: I said to my friend Kelly, Oh yeah. Um, I was like, Oh yeah. I'm watching the Waco documentary. And she was like, Oh, that's a good one. And I was like, Oh, you've seen it? And she was like, Oh, no, I meant cult. It's a good cult.
1: Because <laughs> you know, how people that's how we like that. Yeah. Uh huh. Ooh, we love that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it really is an yeah. interesting group of people. I think yeah. the fact that there are so many survivors, too, is is mm-hmm. compelling. But mm-hmm. um,
1: uh, yeah.
0: A lot of them were just kids and now they're adults and they're in the film and they're very oh, emotional. My God. Cause they lost I their families because
1: yeah. they got I, the kids out. Don't Mo- most m- Weren't of them. a lot of them, his children. I think there were a fair number of his, children. I think that also adds another layer to it too, that we, you like somehow put your, this parent on a pedestal, even though he is. Well, and COVID. I mean, there's a lot of
0: evidence that he was having relationships with. He was molesting or raping. Yes young children and that yeah. is what I think made them feel justified in what they did uh, in terms of going in and yeah. being aggressive oh, but I just think died. they could have been more successful yeah, yeah if they had been more strategic about that Yeah. vey well on that note make sure you leave us five star review. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, use our codes and all that. And yeah, if you know
1: of any great docs, we do yes. get a lot of
0: recommendations. But yep,
1: uh, I still haven't watched. Somebody recommended the poodle. It's uh, great. Uh documentary about semi poodle hair contest or something yes. grooming. And Susie can't talk enough about this. Story. She yeah.
0: loves it. Well, yeah, because it was the point. Isn't about the dog grooming. It's about when you become somebody totally dialed into a weird subculture and um when you want to be the best poodle groomer i mean that is somebody i want to learn
1: more about yeah that you know that they have a collection of buttons and pins i just imagine (laughs) they have vests yeah there's always some sort of style
0: element yeah Mm -hmm. flair That was a great documentary. What was it called? I wish I could remember, but it was on Amazon, I think. Amazon Prime. Anyway, thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.